0: I'm gonna play Cassidy on how to, on how to decult yourself from the maga, from the maga cancer.
1: How to? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha ching, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
0: Decult yourself from the MAGA cancer. She's trying. She's trying. Let's go ahead and talk to her right now. Folks, click that join button to become a part of our team. Here you go.
1: I think it's important that we sort of try to reconstruct our conversations and try to have a welcoming environment for people who might be in Donald Trump's circle so they can have that moment. Now, it might not be the moment where Alyssa or me opens the physical door and we're yeah. led to Liz Cheney to yeah. be forthcoming with the committee. But uh, no, but in regards to what does that
2: look like, though? I mean, I mean, I, I think um, as an ex-Republican and as someone who people would call me during the transition in 16 and say, should I go work for Donald Trump? And I said, I would never go work for Donald Trump. People that went in, I feel like everything you needed to know about Trump, he made clear before he was elected. But you have a different perspective. and I, I worked for Republic. I get the loyalty piece and I get what it feels like to want to salvage something. And it sounds like that's what you're describing about going to Mar-a-Lago salvaging the things that that you were all still proud of. And, and I get that millions of people still like him, but your conversation with your mom that I started with, you acknowledge that you were unreachable. Mm-hmm. How do you reach someone who is, as you were in that moment,
1: unreachable? know, I, and I don't have, the cookie because I I have my experience and, but I think in telling my story, I hope to open people's eyes and open people's minds, whether they work for Donald Trump, but on a broader scale, the people that he claims to represent, you know, it's important. I I wasn't a never Trumper. I was a a loyal Trump staffer. And the term loyalty is one that I take very seriously now Mm -hmm. because I, Came into public service not to be loyal to Donald Trump. I went into public service to be loyal to my country, and and I we go, I go into this in the book. But there was a point where that loyalty became split, and. In facilitating these conversations. Did you know that at the time, or did you lo- realize that when you reflected? Was that when that I things- had moments throughout my tenure, and more so when I was working for the chief of staff, where I started to realize that I had a greater sense of loyalty to both Mark and the president. Um, but it was something that I sort of tried to bury at the time because, like you know, you have worked in administrations before, but. You're in the heat of these moments and yeah, every, every moment, like it, everything moves so fast. Yeah. It wasn't until that year and a half after that I really had this moment where I, it was just almost like this profound epiphany where I was like, I, I felt that loyalty and I knew how wrong it was. I felt how wrong it was to pledge my loyalty to this man. And I knew, I felt that it was, I just was disgusted with myself that I had devoted myself To him. And I realized how far gone I was, but I was trying to find my way back. So, in having these conversations, you know, I think my experience can help shed light on the impact and the effect that he has on people. But it's also important as we look towards the next election, we need to find a way to have these conversations with people that open their eyes. You know, you can still be a Republican and you can still believe in some of the policies with the great result that he had stood for, but the, the Republican Party should not be defined by Donald Trump and the loyalty and the fidelity to Donald Trump. It should be defined by the Republican Party platform, but there is not a clear connection with that now, today. Do you, I mean,
2: if you go back and try to figure out how it all got so far off the rails, I mean, literally the platform becomes loyalty to Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump goes so far as to put all these things into writing. So by 2020... All that was left of the platform was was Donald Trump. Do you,
1: do you think well, that can be that, undone? I would hope that it could be, and but I think it requires a national effort. It requires a national conversation and it requires a conversation where, where I believe we all have to shift our tone. When we have this divisive rhetoric, you know, whether it's Donald Trump is just bad, why is he bad? We need, we need to start educating Why do you people. think he's bad? I, I'm not trying to say that he... Well, I, I do have my opinions about him. But what I'm talking about on a more broad scale, we need to find a way to unite this conversation. And, you know, I don't think that it's productive to only talk about the negative things that he's done. We need to talk about the dangers that he poses to our democracy. I mean, Liz stood for the principles. Liz left with her character and her integrity intact. Liz helped me get to that point where I could do the same. Mine's bruised, but because of Liz Cheney, I was able to come out on the other side. And now I have this perspective that's grown. And I've also been able to surround myself with people that have pointed out the flaws of Donald Trump. And I've had this moment of, where I see the other side now very clearly, but it was a transition point for me. And we need to be able to welcome people into that conversation and not make them feel ostracized
0: We spent now uh, she nailed it some of you are stating that everything that uh, Cassidy Hutchison is saying is hearsay, hearsay, hearsay and that there are a lot of uh, MAGA Trumpists that came out who worked in the White House that that refuted what she had to say that is complete BS Uh, I'm not a fan of Cassidy Hutchinson because she she stood around MAGA for too long. But here's the thing. Everything that she talked about went through. What again? She was she spoke about it under oath. And guess what? The book maps her testimony. Again, I repeat the book matches her testimony, which tells you one thing. All of those people who are talking against her, they are scared to go into uh, tell their story under oath. Hutchison told her story under oath, corroborated by others, and then placed in a book. Those people who are attempting to refute her hadn't done that. So uh, for those who continue to try to malign this young woman, this very young woman who herself was indoctrinated and accept that she felt she was a part of a cult, is now saying, "We need to help those who are still in the cult decult themselves." And her advice as well in here pretty much mimics some of what I've spoken about in my book. It's worth it how to talk to your right wing relative, friends and neighbors. In in effect, one of the items that she says, give people a place to land, give people a place to land. And that's uh, it, it's more to it. But that's what it's all about. Cassidy, uh, you nailed it, girl. You nailed it, girl.